two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Fire up, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, it's episode 314 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor along with you from EFTM.com and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Stephen, let's be honest, the uh, the fire up was for me. Absolutely. I was going to say, I hope you're taking your own advice because... Uh you're looking a little bit run down there, mate. It's been a big week. You've I'm not going to call it jet lag because I refuse to admit there's anything yeah, exactly right. known as jet lag. I just yeah. my sleeping habits have not been ideal over the last what four you do days. In your own personal life is nothing. They're a concern of mine, mate. Your own your own bedtime habits, but hey, thanks very much. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for your care. All the listeners, but uh, some no, of them it, care. It's been a trying week for us. We got back from Berlin, and I had the horror story of all horror stories getting back. My flights were cancelled, and I could have been. Uh, I'm new... good to see they got my emails in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get on you, mate. I could have been a new resident of Munich for a little while there. I was stuck in Munich for a little bit. But Set up a refugee camp near one of the old airports. You can just go there. Yeah. See, I was uh, I was thinking of all options, but here we are right now, and fired up for another show. Eh? Is that right? <laughs> Fire up, Trent. You are. Um, you've had an Fire extra up. day or so to recover from the world. I'm still getting there. Anyway, uh, we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and Hisense. We have a lot of iPhone conversation to have this week here on Two Bucks Talking Tech. Stephen, um, what day is it? It is Thursday. 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 Uh, and we leave in the next <laughs> few days. I honestly didn't know the answer we to that question. We leave on, well, you go Sunday, I go Monday. Yeah, we're off We're off to San Jose and we're going to stay in San Jose just uh, down the road from Cupertino because next week Apple's um, big event will be at the Steve Jobs Theatre in Apple Park. Now, we mentioned this at the end of the show last week, but I think it's important that we spend a bit of time talking about what's actually going to happen here because, mate, this – there's so much about this event that is is critical to break down. And, you know, remember everyone, as much as everyone in the tech world likes to think they're geniuses and they have contacts and all that kind of stuff, no one really knows, yeah. right? No one really knows. I saw a tweet today from a website in Australia going, rumour, uh, Apple, uh, no, rumour, iPhone pre, pre-registration, pre pre-sales on the 15th. Well, no shit, that's two days after the <laughs> event. That's pretty much what they always do. Yeah. Like it, it, everything we talk about is informed by habit, um, and, and kind of consistency of a company that doesn't break the mold often. So let's – and there's some really interesting stuff from Telsite that you've got up on techguide.com.au um, about why this is important. And I think we both agree this is likely to be the biggest iPhone launch. Now, whether you call the actual event the launch or the, the availability date the launch – this is going to be something special because I predict the biggest queues we've ever seen around the block at the Apple stores mm. for this for this phone, and I think that in itself is the biggest indicator. Absolutely right, and I think the uh, I think much of the anticipation is around obviously what the phone's going to look like, the design, and by all indications, if the rumours are right, we're going to see a radically redesigned device. Because let's face it, they haven't had a new looking phone for coming on to four years now, which, uh, which in itself is breaking a trend. You had uh, a couple of years of the of the three. 3G design, you had a couple of years of the 4.4S yeah. design, a couple of years of the 5.5S design, but the 6 design has lasted three years and it may well last a fourth uh, in the 7S. Um, and and there's, see, this is the crazy thing. There's rumours that the 7S won't exist. They'll skip that moniker and go straight to the 8 for what is the 7S and the Pro or Edition for this you know flagship middle phone. Um, whatever the case, there will still be a phone available that hasn't changed its design in four yeah. Generations. Well, and I think there's a lot of people. We'll talk about this in a moment with the Telsite stats. But there's a lot of people who haven't bothered to change their phones because it's kind of looked the same since the iPhone six. Now the six was the going from five S to six was a massive jump because it was 
similar to what we're going to see this year. It was a huge redesign. It introduced the first large screen phone. Yeah, the Plus. Well. It was a big deal back then. So, but but even the six was a four point seven inch screen up from a four inch screen. So massive change there. So we're going to see, I think, similar type of sentiment from the customer where they're going to see, wow, that's really new and interesting. And a lot of customers that sort of haven't bothered upgrading from the six or maybe the six S are going to see this as their as their jumping off point to start a new plan to get a new phone. That's going to be their excuse to do it. But the 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 size of this event in terms of the the anticipation is, I think, bigger than ever. The fact that it's going to be held at at Steve the Steve Jobs Theatre is also a fitting tribute to the guy, to the man who ten years ago changed the world when he introduced the iPhone back in two thousand and seven, and. It's exciting. I think I'm looking forward as much to just being at Apple Park as I am to seeing the new device. Look, I was just going to say, uh, I can't think. We, we're lucky and we, we make no bones about it together. We, we've said it a million times. I'm, I'm super lucky. Our lives are awesome. We get to do really cool things. We get to go great places. I honestly can't think of a time I've been more excited yeah. about doing something, going somewhere and being part of something because do you know what? I'm going to, I'll put this out there. Even if they didn't let me into the theater, I'd, st- I'd, I'd still be out of my skin with excitement yeah. to be on the campus. Absolutely. Do you think, do you think, and I'm hoping that, that we do get a chance to maybe look around. Do you reckon they'll give us a, a like a tour or what, what will they do? I know that with the event is there. I think the challenge is, as we, we both know with these events and just to paint the picture, we've, which we've spoken about before, you know, we got a, we got a lineup and you get your, you get your pass. Then you go into normally a holding area, you know, like a, a foyer where they put on canapes and then you go into the theatre. So think about how many people are normally in that foyer and you think, yeah. I can't exactly take them all on a tour, right? So yeah. I don't know, mate. I don't know. See, the thing is the, the, the Steve Jobs Theatre entrance is on the top of a hill. Yeah. It's the highest point at Apple Park. So I think it's quite likely that they'll, they'll have those canapes outside on the yeah. hill. Yeah. And I think that'll be everyone's opportunity and, and- to take... Take photos and and take in the scale oh, of so Apple Park there, yeah. because you'll be you'll be looking at it because because it's not with it's not in the middle so Apple Park's yeah. a big circle big circle the spaceship is bushland is they got trees and bushland like an park and thing right but so so Steve Jobs Theater is not inside Apple Park the 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 the, 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 ring. the, the ring it's on the outside of the ring so I think standing atop a hill. This glass, because the Steve Jobs Theatre is just a glass uh, building with a with a um, uh, you know roof. Yeah. Um, I think the the view of both out and in there over Apple Park will be enough Absolutely. for people to get those moments of you know photos and all those kind of things. So I don't think they'll need a like tour. In the in the past, whenever whatever launch we've been to, whether it's Worldwide Developers Conference, iPhone launches. It's always been held in, in either the Yerba Buena Centre for the Arts, the Moscone Centre, yeah. Billy Graham Civic Auditorium. They've had to call in security, police, traffic control, but now they're on their own home ground. Yeah, they, they don't need to do that. They've pretty much just got to have yeah. the traffic control and everything at the gates of Apple yeah. Park. Um, and and they, they kind of creates this openness, but they'll still have you know the walls of people in black shirts that have got an Apple logo on it that are the pseudo security stopping you from going everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be a very different event from that sense, yeah. and I think that that to me is just super exciting, and I. I'm, I'm quite – the anticipation is quite high for that, yeah. just to see the building in the flesh, you I know. Think, yeah, that, that's the, a lot of curiosity around that, and and, and it's a thousand-seat theatre, so that's decent size. You're talking probably not as big as the Billy Graham Civic Auditorium, but you're talking the Yerba Buena Centre, which I've been to for – we've been there for iPhone launches. I went there for the original iPad launch. Mm. I've seen iPod launches there, so that's it's still a decent sized theater, thousand people. It's not dub dub enormous. It's not. It's just not enormous though. It's, it's not still thousands. A, it's one thousand. So dub dub would say worldwide developers conference. I think there were four thousand people mm. in the keynote. Here we're gonna we're gonna have, we'll be among a hundred other people in the audience, and 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 I don't know whether you've seen someone someone leaked an image of the of the theater, the inside of the theater. Have you seen no. this? The Verge had a shot of inside the theater, still half it all covered up, not not quite ready yet. Mm. But it looked it looked a lot like Yerba Buena with about the same size. Obviously, the big stage at the front, um, and we all know what it looks like on the outside. If you haven't gone on YouTube and looked at all the drone footage of uh, yeah. of Apple Park, well worth your time. It, I've been following the building of Apple Park yeah. with this the couple of great YouTubers who have got nice four K video. Well, uh, the one the reason I I know the inside of the theater is because I don't know if, don't know if it's been updated, but the Google Maps satellite images of the, the construction, and so you can see the the kind of the, where the seats would be because the roof's not on yet. They haven't oh, built it over. Yeah, yeah. So the, 
the, the Google Maps is old. Yeah, yeah um, you know, a couple, probably a year or year or so old. So yeah, right. the anticipation over the event alone is huge, and I think that's a big deal for Apple. Uh, that'll create a lot of the media attention. And then you've got what are they going to announce now, mate? There are so many things rumored, and I don't I have this feeling that they'll do them all, and then they'll get the one more thing. I don't. It's difficult to work out, right? Um, let's let's cut through three things that I can think of: watch, TV, and and phones. Yeah. Um, do you think there'll be a new watch? Um, I think there'll be just an update. They'll have a series. What are we up to? Series three. It'll whether it'll have maybe a slightly slimmer design. It's a new watch. Maybe. That's a new watch. I, I reckon that's a maybe. That's a maybe. But I reckon probable is obviously a new iPhone. Certain, let's say, new iPhones. I reckon probable is a new Apple TV. 4K, 4K support. HDR. Possible would be the watch. Right. See, the watch to me, I, I, I don't know why they need to update the watch yet. They're doing well with it. The Series 2 is on par with the Gear Sport in terms of water resistance and all those things. So what, yeah. what do they need to add to it other than well, uh, design? Yeah, true. Well, what's coming, don't forget, is an update to the OS of watch. So that's kind of like having a new watch. Yeah. As is iOS 11, they're going to announce the availability of iOS 11, which will probably be the Wednesday before the iPhone comes out. So if you're not buying the new iPhone, at least you can have that new iPhone feeling with the new iOS. Yep. But, um, so, so 20th of September, we think, for, uh, yeah. for, for uh, iOS 11? Week. Yeah, and, and also Mac uh, OS High Sierra as well for, for your Mac users. Won't be any, won't be any new Macs as they were all updated at WWDC. As could, well we as could get an availability date of the Mac Pro, Mac, iMac Pro. Yeah, the, and the HomePod as well. They may give a definite release of the HomePod. Um, but because if they yeah. don't, here's the thing: if they don't, they need to have a HomePod event later in the year. Possible. Or do they just make it available? I just, I think, I think they'll just make it available. They, they kind of had the event for that at the Worldwide Developers Conference. That's a bit disappointing. <laughs> you want another trip to San Francisco, do you, mate? Do you know what? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've pretty much said that yeah. once I get back next Friday, I'm done for the year. Really? Oh, Jeez. mate, I'm. I'm a bit exhausted, oh, okay. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of trips planned after that, but uh, anyway, one of them's uh, well, one of them's kind of a personal trip. But the uh, getting back to Apple though, the and on the phone, we, on the phone, on the phone, yeah. we're, we're we're aligned and we're agreed. And we talked about this last week. Three phones, uh, yeah. uh, an evolution of the seven and seven plus could be a seven S plus, could be a seven S itself. There are rumours that they'll rename that the 8 and just go with 8 as the model. Yeah. I just don't see the why they would name, do that. The rumoured names I've heard of the new one. So let's talk well, iPhone 8. So, so the 7, it'll be whatever, what we've got now, there'll be an updated version of those. Okay, so call them the regular iPhones. Mm-hmm. The new iPhone, will it be called the – I've heard it's going to be called iPhone 8. I've heard iPhone Edition. I've heard iPhone X. I've heard iPhone Pro. I've heard all these names. So I think that's that could be a little surprise what they do there. X still feels perfect to me. Yeah, iPhone in, – in, uh, X is in 10 for the Roman numeral for 10. Yep, yep. I do like that. And here's what I pro imagine. pro meets the Apple yeah. plan though because of yeah. that iPad Pro. Well, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards is the Pro. pro. Yes, but if I had to put money down, I'd put it on Pro. But here, I don't know whether I've said this on two blokes, but here's my little surprise prediction about the new iPhone. Now we know that it's going to be all screen. Mm. There's going to be no home button. So people are saying, well, how do you use your fingerprint? Well, I don't think that the fingerprint reader through the display is quite ready. No, so they won't have that. There is apparently a really sophisticated, like, 250-point facial recognition feature. That will likely be there. But here's what I tip might happen, is that it will have a fingerprint reader, but it'll be behind the Apple logo. Yeah, we've talked about it before. When when we had the Sonny Dixon leak that had the circle on the back, we thought, you know, do we do that? That had the circle as well as the logo. That's when we talked about the the logo being the perfect place for it. That's what I think that it'll happen. I I don't think they're going to just suddenly have a phone that doesn't have a fingerprint reader. I can't imagine. You just imagine Johnny Ive sketching, right, and, you know, sketches the outline of a box, which is the phone, the word iPhone, the Apple logo. I can't imagine him drawing a circle. I just don't see it. And and I think I think as soon as I think as soon as uh, I believe they prototyped it, I believe they built one with it. Um, you know, like yeah. they probably yeah. built hundreds of phones, right? Yeah. And I believe they looked at it and went, "That's awful," yeah. um, because you turn over an LG phone, you turn over all the phones. The the, the circle stands out, right? Now it doesn't matter on those phones because, frankly, design isn't the critical thing there. Yeah. But think about Samsung; they they put it beside the camera because it looked. It looked better there and than it did on its own. People hate it though. On that, like yeah. that's probably if they had a centered the fingerprint reader on the back of the phone, 
it it'd be a way better, a bit more comfortable. But I think Apple, it, it it would be so much like Apple, so clever of Apple to utilize that space on the back of the phone where their their nice big logo is mm. to put the reader right there. Mate, I I would put that as probable. Even yeah, yeah. Yeah, be, because I don't believe. Yeah. Put it this way: I don't believe they can have an iPhone Pro that doesn't have a fingerprint yes. reader. I'm, I'm, I'm and, and have the yes. reason for that is I've tried facial recognition, I've tried iris scanning. They yeah. work well, but they suck. Yeah. Because because you know what? It takes I, a second or two, I, doesn't it? I can reach over to my phone now while we're sitting here, and I can unlock my phone. Done right, and without without looking at it. But to do the face thing, you got to go. Oh, you got to hold it up and look at it. It's just hold stupid, it mate. Now, there was rumours that Apple had worked out a way to have it so it would face unlock on any angle. Yeah. Now, that would be good, but, you know, there's all these questions about facial recognition versus um, iris scanning it, on a security there. level. It'll be there, but I, I can't see them saying, well, they've had an iPhone, they've had uh, the, the Touch ID for how many, 5S it started yeah, five with? 5S, so 5S, 6, 6S, 6S 7. 7. So five the years, fifth year, fifth year. They're not going to just suddenly go, no fingerprint. So I think unless, an app- unless they've done it through the display, which I doubt. And think of an app world where, um, you know, a banking app. You know, they've built their whole yes. app to work around and, security and, and it has and all app, these Touch ID things. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but uh, can I just go through some stats that Telsite uh, do do revealed. tell? They 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 said why like my heading was why the iPhone eight release will be uh, big not only for Apple but also for the smartphone market in general. Now some interesting information about uh, the upcoming iOS eleven update. You I mean we spoke about that earlier, and we know that iOS the latest iOS doesn't go all the way back to the really old models. So if it's an iPhone, if you've got a phone older than the iPhone 5S, you're out of luck running uh, iOS 11 on it. So uh, they, they say that there's at least 1 million active iPhones that are older than the iPhone 5S. So these customers could potentially be upgrading to a new iPhone. The other thing that they said was that the Apple customers are so loyal that they did their research about the iPhone repeat purchase intention. Have you heard that stat before? Yeah, I have. Repeat purchase intention by Apple customers is a staggering 93%. In other words, Apple customers, are 93% of them are likely to buy another iPhone. The nearest, the next highest is Samsung. Their repeat purchase intention is 74%, which is actually a, a fair way back from where Apple is at the moment. Mm. So they've, they've got all these customers in the bank. 93% of them are likely to upgrade to a new iPhone. Here's the other thing, though, that's interesting as well and sort of plays into what we said earlier about the iPhone 6. It hasn't really changed much since the iPhone 6. Now, I know a lot of people who've just got the iPhone 6, they've seen the 6S and went, no, I'm still good. They saw the 7 and went, man, it looks the same. They haven't bothered to update. Now, would you believe that one in four iPhone customers in Australia are using an iPhone that's three years or older? Mate, I I see that. You get get on a train around school time. And there are schoolgirls and boys using iPhone 4s, 4Ss, 5s, because they're hand-me-downs, mate. And if three years is an average, right, of of a smartphone usage, and then you add the three years to that with a hand-me-down, mate, uh, you know, a a 4, any generation of 4 is well still in play, which goes to our conversation a couple of weeks about the Officeworks Telstra deal on the iPhone 6 because they want people updating. Is still going, by the way? Yeah. I've told a couple of people about that. Yeah, it's really popular. And and I think another thing too, and we, we both had a chance to see this in York, Augmented reality is is a big part of iOS 11. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be really attractive to customers as well for for because the the new iPhone and any phone that can run iOS 11 will suddenly be this augmented reality machine that you can use all these interesting apps. We talked about IKEA, The Walking Dead, all these great games, all these great social. And the thing is, that's a 6s onwards, right? Yes. So even a six won't do that, right? So you've got to have a 6s onwards to use AR Kit. Yeah. So that's going to be the thing that even for people using a six, going yeah, the 7s is good, but it still looks the same. They need to upgrade to get that. So mm. there is all these dangled incentive carrots which help them make the decision to to upgrade. Yeah, definitely. So it's it's all shaping up to be not only from an anticipation perspective and just, wow, what are they going to introduce, but all these stats pointing to people that are they're due for an upgrade. They're mm. due to upgrade their iPhones and so many loyal customers that are hanging in there to do that. Uh, I think we're going to see, as you said, record number of lines 
But the question remains, though, September 22 seems to be the date that pops out in terms of the date the new iPhone will go on sale. Will the new iPhone or iPhone 8 edition, it's called Pro, will that go on sale the day of the new iPhone 7 and the 7S? So I'm torn on this big time because you hear rumours that, you know, they don't have the production because it's so special, whatever, it's not ready, it doesn't have the demand. They have to have enough to meet some of the demand. Do they delay that and make it available in October and stagger the two launches? I think that's a really stupid thing to do. So I think, no, I think they won't do that. But there's part of me that thinks they will. So I'm, I'm super torn on it. Put it this way. Let, let me, for the, for the listeners at home, um, I think we could break the, the, the cover of the, the world that we live in by saying there's some events where we sit there in the event and we've written our stories. So Samsung, for example, we're sometimes lucky enough to have had the embargoed information. You write the story, you sit in the event, you just publish it. Apple events uh, for the last few years, I'm going to say, you've been able to write a draft and you sit in the event and you kind of just update the draft, fill in the blanks. blanks. I'm going to tell you right now, mate, I'm not even going to go with anything because I don't think it's possible to even come close to guessing what's going to come out of that event. Yeah, what do you true, think? True, true. No, I've done that in the past. I've sort of had a little story prepped and just filled in the blanks and other years where, like you said, you just don't know what they're going to introduce, so you're, you're starting with a blank page. I think um, that's this year. Oh, but, I think but, there's very little we really genuinely know yeah. that can help. Fi- I mean, what's the headline? Apple launches three phones. Apple launches exclusive phone. Well, yeah. what is the headline, let alone anything else? I agree, but but just, just in terms of the launch – I think it, it while it's the customers are obviously the the new iPhone whatever it's going to be called is going to be the center of attention and the what what most customers are going to want. Mm. Now, not having enough stock early on, I think it kind of plays in Apple's hands. It creates that yes. mystique and that demand, 100%. and it makes headlines. It it's sold out everywhere. Can't get enough but, stock. But and and so the good thing is they can they can anticipate a lot of that in the early online orders. They can they can yeah. sell out in ten minutes. Great. And that gets good publicity, but they have to have enough to sell some in every single store, yes. right? Because you can't have people queuing around a block, 50, 60, 70% of whom want the, the pro mm. and disappoint people. You can't. Yeah. So, mate, they've got to have tens of thousands. So it's a really challenging thing. But also remember, the pro is going to be super expensive. Yes, I mean, if you talk the and we're talking entry level specs. If you if you talk the sixty four gig seven uh, S is nine nine nine. It's probably going to be one oh nine nine, and the sixty four gig seven um, S plus starts at twelve four nine. Mate, the Pro is going to be fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen. Yeah, well, uh, it'll probably have was because the previous the seven had two fifty six gig models, didn't it? Well, so, so that's what I'm saying. The top end, yeah, yeah. so the top end of a seven plus right now is fifteen forty nine. It's more than a Note eight, yeah. right? I'm not talking top end. I'm talking entry level. Well, here's what I agree. Here's my prediction. I think the seven will have all the variants, seven S, whatever it's called, and I think the eight X edition Pro, whatever it's called, will only have a two fifty six gig variant. So you only have one one model top of the line version. That they'll have that'll help streamline. Well, mate, it'll be seventeen ninety nine. Well, they'll have they'll have one model because it can't be, be fifteen ninety nine. That's the price of a seven S plus. Yeah. Well, I think that that to streamline their manufacturing, rather than making three variants of the new phone, they'll keep the three variants of the seven model, but they'll have the eight X edition Air Pro, whatever it's called, will be one capacity, which will be two fifty six gig, and that's it. That's can we agree model. right now? It won't be yeah. called the eight. Uh, I don't know. I think well, Apple have followed a numbering pattern since the start, so it, it's yeah. And this doesn't eight doesn't fit it. Yeah, eight eight's very lucky um, in China. China right. they'll be good for next year, but well, it, the, it doesn't the fit this year. Love eight. It doesn't fit this year in think? any way, shape, or form. And then plus it matches four four with... S five five S six six S seven eight. Seven. But there'll be a seven S. There'll be a seven S. You might release a seven S and eight at the same year. Well, I don't know. Time will tell. I think uh, I'm prepared to put a large sum of really? cash. On it not being an eight. If they say they don't call it the eight, then the pro. they're gonna is they're gonna then there's gonna they're gonna be they're gonna diverge then into two different models. They're gonna have what a model that's gonna have a number and a model that's not gonna have a number? Yeah. You think so? I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. I think that the following year when the seven S the iPhone is Pro history, the iPhone Pro yeah. lasts two years and then there's just a, a, an iPhone Pro two. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, just like the bloody iPads. Yeah, no, because I think yeah, you are. You're right. I think once you're getting towards double figures on a on a product, they're not going to call it the iPhone 10 or the iPhone 11. It's going to get a bit on in but years. See, but see, think about it, right? The iPhone, the standard iPhones, 7S is 2017, 8 is 2018, 8S is 2019. We're a long way off getting to 10, right? Yeah. In, even by their normal numbering scheme. And by then, mate, the Pro becomes, you know, merged with the world and we're, we're yep. talking about watches and, and, you know, we're not actually buying phones. As you said earlier, we, I think we uh, they've, they've went down the path with the iPad Pro, uh, MacBook Pro, uh, iMac Pro. So have I convinced you that we're so going to have an iPhone Pro on a 7S Pro, yeah. and a 7S Possibly. Plus? I'd say that's probably a 50-50. 50-50 is not convinced? Yeah, well, it's a solid chance. I wouldn't say I'm t- completely convinced. But a solid chance. Five percent of voice bite. <laughs> solid chance, mate. <laughs> All right. Well, we, I'm just, I'm just, just I'm just looking at what I could bet. You wouldn't bet me fifty well, fifty dollars the other day about Steve Jobs Theatre. Get your checkbook out if you're five percent of voice bite, mate. <laughs> It's it's a bet, my friend. (laughs) So uh, it's going to be a week of conjecture and rumour and speculation, none of which we can really answer until next Wednesday morning, 1am. And obviously you've just heard, our loyal listeners, you've heard what our theories are. Mm. And so next week you can hold us to what we theorised and we'll then come up with what we actually see. And the timing's good because it's early Wednesday morning Sydney time. So we're talking at 3am Sydney time for those loyal Apple fans who want to get up and watch it. I think it, uh, they haven't announced it officially, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be streamed live mm-hmm. on the website and also through Apple TV. Yep. So uh, we'll be then, we'll do our podcast if we, between crosses and then reports and stuff yep. like that. Uh, in, so it'll be Wednesday afternoon, Sydney time. Yep. So we'll, we'll then come look, back to you on all the, our speculation versus what actually A couple happened. of things I'd put out to the listener sphere um, on Twitter uh, at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennick, Ziggy Zaggy the hashtag. Um, love your thoughts. I'd love yeah, to know what, what would you like <clears throat> to see. Yeah, absolutely. What yeah. do you think they're going to be called? Yep. Uh, what? Where are we wrong? Where are we right? Yep. But also, I would. I don't have the time or inclination to go back and listen to everything we've ever done. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable that we've stuck pretty solid since the beginning of the yeah. iPhone rumors on where good. this is going. Yep. So and we've been pretty good in the past, apart from one bloke saying that they'll never build a big iPhone screen. <coughs> oh, well, mate. They'll never do that. Apart from that, we've been pretty on, yeah, on the money, mate. I reckon. Oh, Steve Jobs said they'd never have a stylus. <laughs> Apple Pencil. I mean, you're going to bag me and Steve Jobs? Well, well, no. Well, Steve Jobs, God rest his soul, it was, like, it was like the Godfather when the Godfather had to die before they had to do certain things. Anyone who knows the Godfather knows what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, Steve Jobs, God rest his soul, uh, no longer with us. So that's why I think Apple Pencil, I think if he was still around, they'd say, Apple Pencil? Bullshit, I'm not having that. <laughs> but, he's, you know, sadly he's left us, but... Uh, and the world has moved on. You know, this could this, this could be the same. It has. Uh, two bikes talking tech. Thanks to Nick Gear and Hisense. Uh, look forward to your views on Twitter at Stephen Fennick at Trevor Long. Well, you already know Arlo by Netgear, the world leader in smart home security and the creator of the world's first 100% wire-free, weatherproof HD security camera. Now get to know the new Arlo Pro with even more features, including two-way audio that allows you to talk to your kids, your pets, or whoever is at the front door right from your smartphone. Arlo Pro has quick charge, rechargeable batteries, night vision, live on-demand streaming, and yes, it's still 100% wire-free and weatherproof. So you can easily monitor your entire property inside and out. Arlo Pro takes just a few minutes to set up and you can check on your home or business from anywhere in the world using the free Arlo app on your phone, tablet or computer. Know what's happening in real time with advanced motion detection and never miss a moment with free cloud recordings for seven days. Visit arlo.com slash au for more info. Arlo and the new Arlo Pro by Netgear, every angle covered. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, interesting uh, announcement to, uh, and partnership between Telstra and Foxtel. Uh, Foxtel is, is Foxtel still part owned by Telstra? So they're still in the business. Mm, Foxtel, isn't it? No, isn't it all isn't um, Foxtel? The Tel parts Telstra. Oh, isn't it all News Limited now? Uh, I'm pretty sure they're thinking of floating it on the stock exchange. Oh no, that's Sky News is all News yeah. Limited now and Fox Sports, but they're now talking about making it all one big company. Anyway, moving. So on. we're moving all right along. Telstra and Foxtel have uh, agreed to form a partnership. And that partnership is going to give Telstra customers 
12 months free subscription to Foxtel Now streaming service. Uh, if you're on a plan that's valued at $99 and above, and they've just released some new plans as well with a lot more generous data allowances, we should point out that the Foxtel Now subscription doesn't include all the starter packs. You'll notice that there's the sporting sports starter packs not included. Sports not a starter pack. Well, isn't there's it? only three starter packs, the, the $10 sport, packs. But you can't choose the packs. Not, the no, there's three, there's three starter packs. Sport is not one of them. And you can't. it's not data-free. You, if you're a Telstra customer and you're streaming Foxtel now on the move, it's going to come out of your existing data allowance. Good uh, news, though, uh, there is more data. Yeah, that's true. I think that uh, this is a, a move to for I think for Telstra to consolidate their customer base with. I think they're already offering. Are still doing Apple Music? Uh, they haven't said they're they're stopping no. And then now they've got Foxtel now, so they, they acknowledge the fact that streaming uh, on mobile device I think uh, made up thirty eight percent of traffic, and by in three years I reckon it's going to make up seventy five percent of yeah. their traffic on the network. So uh, I, I will will this keep customers and attract new customers? Yeah, the bottom line it'll keep them. That's the biggest challenge for Vodafone and, and uh, Optus is getting Telstra customers to move on. And the reason Telstra customers don't move on is because, oh, they've got great coverage and, oh, they've got a great network. And <laughs> and then they entice them with things like Do this. Do they all talk like that? Yeah. yeah. If you're a Telstra customer, <laughs> you speak like this um, because you're some way inept. How would a Vodafone customer talk Woo! <laughs> um, I have a commercial we're relationship both, with Vodafone. We're both, <laughs> <laughs> we're both Vodafone customers too, by the way. But the thing is... Um, <laughs> so Vodafone customers are on heroin, do you reckon? Are they talk like that? How they talk like that? Maybe on the happy on the happy no gas. No point did I allege any <laughs> drug use by <laughs> Vodafone customers. Anyway, we're, we're, we're Vodafone users ourselves. So if we've offended anyone, we've offended ourselves. Okay, good. <laughs> so I'm just trying to compare, and it's bloody hard because these telcos make it so hard. But if you look at the month to month, uh, fifty dollars with Optus is going to get you six gig of data. Fifty dollars with Telstra month to month is not going to get you anything because they've only got a $60 plan, but it's got 15 gig of data. So it just looks really competitive to me. Uh, and I know it's competitive, uh, reasonably competitive against Vodafone, but not as good. But, mate, I mean, basically what they've done is just redangled the carrot. And if you were a Telstra customer, you go, oh, I'm just ringing up to cancel my plan um, because you speak like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what is the Telstra, the, the Telstra um, help desk says? Oh, Charlie, oh, my goodness Charlie me, good. you don't want to cancel your plan. Really good. Yes. Where are they from? Is it the Philippines, India? Where are they from? <laughs> and again, apologies if we're offending any of our listeners here. We but I don't give a rats. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's real. Look, I've, I've rung up Optus and Telstra. And Listen, I'm, if that I'm offends saying, you, if that offends you, unsubscribe, yeah, you boring I'm narc. I say, mate, I can't understand what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, can you say that again? I can't understand you. Well, that's half their strategy. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I want. I want to cancel my plan. Oh my goodness me! <laughs> Why are people so unkind? <laughs> but yeah. but the point is, Trevor's phone is <laughs> and Trevor's address is when they uh, when you ring up to cancel, they're going to say to you, "Did you know, sir, that, that for the same amount of money now you can get an extra ten gig?" Well, like and and you go, "Oh my god, wow!" Two yeah. months ago, mate. Why didn't you send me an, an email about that? You know, like, but, but seriously, I like, feel I feel feel quite. No, no but if you that, that's the how many times have you heard people yeah. frustrate a customer saying, "What do you mean there's a better plan than me that I've got now that's cheaper?" But most people the problem is they're on a contract, right? Which goes to Vodafone's thing about transparency. Yeah. Um, but in the end, they don't, they never just whack everyone up by default. And the thing is, if you're if you if you've got let's say you're paying uh, eighty bucks now and you're getting six gig of data and you're about to now re-sign up, you're about to get twenty because and all you have to pay is ninety nine. People are going to go, oh, I'll stay with Telstra. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's how Vodafone and Optus are up against it. And I, I respect Vodafone's attempts at new plans, but I'm not sure they're doing enough mm. because they're not priced They're not priced aggressively. They're only priced comparatively yeah. with if flexibility. And I don't think flex, flexibility may not be enough to, to win it, people over. It all comes down to data. Data is... Data, man, data. Is, is the way I think... No, I've noticed now with the new Telstra plans <clears> and I've noticed, like, imagine looking at these plans two years ago oh, and oh, thinking... Oh. 30 gig? Who's going to use 30 gig? They've got a plan here with 50 gig of data on, on here. 
So we're talking, and don't forget the timing. The timing of this is obviously just in time for the iPhone launch, the Note 8 launch, the yeah. LG V30 is coming up in a couple of weeks as well. So there's all these great phones coming on the market, and the, the Telstra have got a two a 199 plan that's got a hundred gig of data with it. Yeah. So that that's enormous. But think back two years ago, and you think back anyway. Everyone listening to this now, think back two years ago how much data you had on your plan. If you're at the end of your plan now, you're thinking, wow, how the, how the hell did I survive? Why did I think that four gig a month was going to be enough for two years? You're probably struggling, breaking your plan. Now we're seeing these massive uh, allowances, these massive data allowances. So you, we, we know unlimited talk and text has been around for years. It's the data that's making the deciding factor for a lot of customers. Mate, $80 a month on Telstra. I'm looking real quickly here back at the iPhone 5 launch. $80 a month, got you two and a half gig. $80. So now if you're, right. on, if you're on a hundred and – oh, hang on, no. Well, $129 plan. This is, this is for the – I'm looking at the, the yeah. Note 8. 129 plan will give you 20 gig. So what was it? Two gig. Two and a half for so $80. Ten times more for an extra $40, $50. Just the job. Well, it's it's true. Our demand of data has just gone yeah, through yeah. the roof. Look, look what's look what's since how long ago was that? The what 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 year was that? Oh, two years back. ago. Uh, no, twenty twelve. Oh, twenty twelve. So five that's years. five years ago, right? Look at look at what we've got in Mate, since Red Bull five years. Mo- Red Bull Mobile existed. <laughs> but in five years, we've now got Netflix. We've now got Stan. We've got Foxtel. Yeah. Now we've got all these services. We should point out the Spotify, Foxtel. The, the Foxtel now subscriptions come only those people who are paying ninety nine dollars or more with Telstra. Yes, that's right. And, and and it's not data. Like I I asked uh, I asked the Steve at Telstra. I said, mate, am I missing something? Did you forget to say that it's data free? He goes, no. Goes, there's there's plenty of data to go around now. Our data inclusions are pretty high, so that's going to come out of what you were already offering. So normally, I think, and it probably still exists. If you want to watch the NRL, AFL, netball, that's data free and probably will continue to be, as was their Apple Music subscription. So if you've got Apple Music, that didn't come off your data plan either. But Foxtel Now, and I'm assuming that having a subscription on Foxtel Now means you can, you're can you not restricted to watching just on your phone. You can put it on your computer. And oh, totally. So your subscription will work everywhere. But just to be clear, um, your $99 plan, that does not include a phone, right? That's just yeah. the plan, and there'll be, there will be another cost on top of that. Um, it might, might only be you know twelve dollars a month or something, but it's going to cost more, mate. I still think if you're spending ninety nine dollars a month, you're crazy. It's a lot of money. So what? You, I'm spending 60, 60 round number sixty, yeah. getting twenty two gigabytes of data, yeah. and that means twenty two. That means I'm spending fifty seven, getting twenty five. I don't care, mate. And that means that <laughs> I, I I like having more than you. Oh mate. <laughs> so hang on a minute, though. But you're saying because you got your own phone though. Yeah, you got on, your no, choice of on, phones. Hang on, I was about to say. Yeah. So that gives me forty dollars a month yeah, to, to go pay to pay off a phone, yes. and if you if you take Vodafone's least option, right? Yes. The, the sorry, not least uh, interest only, yes. um, or just put it on your credit card and put the forty dollars a month. Like it just the flexibility around having those lower plans yeah. is so intense. I just don't get people again, who sign we're up. We're going to have the same the same thoughts around. A customer wants a brand new iPhone or a brand new Note 8 or a brand new V30, whatever, and they're thinking, well, I don't have a lazy $1,800 to spend on the phone. What do I do? I know the Vodafone interest-free is an option, but if they don't want to be on Vodafone, they want to be Telstra or Optus, then they've got no choice but to go on a contract and lease the phone and and pay it off that way. It doesn't give them the flexibility they desire, but... It's uh, it's it's one thing to if you don't have the money up front, you're going to have to get it on a contract. And the world is full of compromises, Stephen. Uh, I've, I've, I'm a married man, mate. Just ask my wife. I understand. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean she compromised? She had a compromise when she married me. Married me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be so hard on yourself, Trev. Although I do agree with you. I saw a great picture on Facebook today, which I won't be able to do justice in a podcast, but because my brother, he shares this stupid crap, right? Um, photo. What's your brother's name? Andrew. Shared photo. Andrew. He was on TV the other day and he didn't, he? he didn't share it on Andrew Facebook. Long. Andrew Long. on what was he, what was he, he was uh He was giving advice on how to, how to uh, deal with uh, allergies, uh, you know. He's a, he's a paramedic, yes. Paramedic, he's yeah. a high-end uh, inspector. One, at least one Long's got some talent. Yes, exactly. Anyway, so uh, we digress. So he didn't share it on Facebook, what his, his daughter did. Anyway, so what he shares on Facebook is stupid things, like a picture of two birds on a branch, yeah. one of them sitting there, um, beak closed, the other one 
on the right hand side, beak like clearly just you know making a lot of noise. Yeah. And the <laughs> and the caption was, I can tell which ones the 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 the, the female. It's the one on the right. Because it's because it's, it's talking uh, loud, and the other oh. ones just sitting there quiet. The world is full of comp- com- compromises, mate. Absolutely, mate. It's Otherwise, you just you just went flat on that. You just yeah, didn't yeah. want to engage. Yeah, I, I, just I, keep I, it simple. I'm with, you. I'm with you. I understand. Can you get your hand off the rundown? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, the good people at Kogan have uh, resent me the email that they sent out this morning because clearly I haven't covered it because I couldn't give a rat's. <laughs> uh, really? Is that the yeah. way of saying, did you, did you get Just my email? Just bumping this up your inbox. Just, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you sent it to mate, me. I've got a retweet from Roslyn Kogan. <clears throat> no, on well, mate. that's not hard to get. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right? Well, I wish some other companies would retweet you. Wouldn't you? Like, oh, do you always include this companies in – I always include the company in my tweet. Because Twitter's useless. Well, but it'd just be a good way to say, yeah, good on you, mate. Thanks for mentioning me. Here's a retweet for you. Not like my good mate Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, retweeted me <laughs> that time. My good mate, The, the, the Rock. I've had, I've, had reach, I've had liked, I've been liked by Sony mm. and they've got like 5 million followers, but never the retweet. I'm, uh, you know, it's not going to kill you. It's not coming out of your wages, is it, a retweet? Like, give me a retweet. doesn't fit Please. their social media policy. Is that right? So I That's understand. the kind of bullshit that goes on. Telstra policy is also, there's some people on Telstra that run there, you know how they do the support on Twitter? Mm. They, they haven't got the uh, authority to retweet either. What a load of yeah, garbage. yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, Kogan's added more data to their plans and uh, you don't have to do anything to get it. And um, new details at KoganMobile.com. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's good. No, actually, it. this goes to what we said earlier. Yeah. Uh, actually, this is a very good thing. You don't have to ring up. You don't have to do anything if you're a Kogan Mobile customer. And critically, if you signed up six months ago and paid for 12 months in advance, you've now got more data every month. Straight up, That's true. everyone gets it. So. Full credit to Rosalind Kogan and the team for that because that in itself answers that question we talked about they earlier. Bumped, they bumped data up six months ago as well, so this is another bump. Well, they've got to keep bumping, don't they? Because otherwise they fall behind. Nothing wrong with a bump every now and again. <laughs> the, 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 I think the Especially lower, those that are married. <laughs> yeah, the, lower, uh, the lower plans, like the, the small plan. I love that. We're up to 50%. Well, it's true though. You're getting, if you're only getting a gig a month, Getting another five hundred meg is massive. If you're only if you're a small like a entry level user, I don't get I don't get out of bed space. for five hundred meg or less. <laughs> that's what I heard, mate. Yeah, I heard. But you, you take a lot so, of water to get up. Yeah. No. Anyway, so yeah, good one. I don't know what. I wish this was a touch screen. Um, stupid computer. <laughs> oh, look at our MacBooks. Can we just admit that we should have a touch screen finally? No, never happened, mate. Never no, happened. not that it should never happen, but yeah. it has to. It I should have, be there. I have done it though. I have done that myself. I've got to say, I've been a Mac user for you know, twenty five years, and I have lately been touching my MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> not, not touching. I've been touching my MacBook inappropriately. <laughs> I've been touching it not near the keys. I've been touching it on the screen. Yeah, is that inappropriate touching of a MacBook? <laughs> Will the Mac police come around? Or? You're going to be at Downing Centre local court soon. <laughs> With a blanket on my head, you reckon? So, if you were to sign up for 365 days, because they haven't bothered to tell us how much it is month to month, yep. but I think it's 16.95 a month. It's now 1.5 gig, yep. but if you do 365 days, it's a 14.97. Um, but goes up to the um, to whatever 79. It goes up to the six. <laughs> you can now get 16 gig. So they've added two gig to the biggest plan. So think about those people, those people that spent, you know, $550-odd in advance for a year, thought they were getting 14 gig, and they're getting 16. 16. That's I, bloody good. I got my dad on this. My, my dad, who you know, doesn't use much yeah. data, I, I, I switched him over to, to Koga Mobile. I've got my lead story for tonight. And, uh, and he's, uh, he's now uh, on Kogan Mobile because he was a Telstra customer. I think he was paying $25 a month getting – like 250 meg of data. It was yeah. like ridiculous. Well, thinking, mate, I, I, we did a Today Show deal with Kogan uh, yeah. a while ago. It was 40% off uh, and only if you sign up for a year. And now I think about those customers, they're now getting this extra oh, data. Absolutely. Actually, right. the more I talk about this, the better a story this is. We should have led with it. I'm, you, I'm disappointed. You, you think you think about what, what keeps a customer a customer for your company. It's mm. this sort of thing where you're saying, here, mate, here's extra data. Like, would, would, would Telstra or Optus have done that? No, absolutely would, would, would not. Would Vodafone have done that? No. They've got your money. They're, you're locked in. 
that you've got to upgrade or do something drastic to get more data. They're not going to midstream say, here, mate, here's two more gigadata for you. Never. So Now, Vodafone committed Vodafone committed to, to writing. They call it writing, um, as in putting people's plans uh, current. Anyone that rings, that's their commitment, is they'll write anyone that rings. So what do you mean by that? So if you ring up, so if you ring up and say, hey, I'm paying $50 a month, am I getting the right amount of data? And they say, well, you're getting 12 and we're now offering 14, it's yours. Really? That's good. But they're not doing it automatically. Ah. So Whereas you, Kogan are. Okay. So if you rank Vodafone, you've you got to go through, jump through some hoops to, to get that happening, do you? Or no, you've you not got to jump through hoops. You've got to go to the media. If you're in Telstra, you've got to, you've got to jump through yeah, hoops, right, yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Well, I think it's the uh, that's what we're all after, more data. Because you, you look, look at the trend now in all the phones we're seeing. And the, the iPhone 8, whatever it's going to be called, is going to have the similar, following the similar trend. We just trend. agree from, from this point on. <laughs> 7S, 7S Plus and Pro. Oh, okay. If we're wrong, we're wrong. The but that just makes it easier. Is going to follow the trend of the S8, the, the G6, the V30, the Note 8, where it's going to be the 18 by 9, all screen, no home button, more totally covered by screen on the front face. And that is going to be – it's like it's like having a Ferrari. You, you've got a Ferrari. It's not meant to be driven slow. You're going to have that crack. With this beautiful screen, you want to watch stuff on it. You want to do stuff on it. So it is conducive to you uh, wanting to do more, wanting to look at more, use more apps, watch more video content on the go. So naturally, you're going to want more data. And that's thankfully what the telcos are going to provide. You know what I saw at IFA last week, and I, <clears throat> I didn't. Um, I'm going to struggle to find it now, but uh, here it is. Uh, it was the last day. iPhone eight. Oh Jesus! iPhone eight glass. Oh, like re- replacement screens. Oh, really? Can you yeah. believe? Oh yeah, but. You know what, I've, and I've heard from people in the industry. I was talking to one gentleman yesterday. I won't name him. He'll know who he is, but I won't say this. No. He was telling me, he goes, I can tell you the specs of the iPhone right now, the new iPhone, iPhone mm-hmm. Pro. And I said, really? You know that? He goes, yeah, it's common knowledge. In the industry, it's common knowledge. Like people in – that's like, you know, we're on the media side. Mm-hmm. The people on the industry side – have all that info. We have all the case manufacturers, people in the industry know it back to front what it's going to be. Well, so I'm going to say to you, this is the first time I'm going to test that theory because I've got that iPhone. I've got the dummy of the, of the pro yeah. and I can't wait How'd to put it side by side. You Never you mind. <laughs> I can't wait to put that side yeah. by side. You got your friend from the Chinese factory. Mate, right? it was shipped to me from Shenzhen. Um, <laughs> and... If it's a hundred percent accurate, then it's all over for the for Apple, basically. But look, but look at the track record of, of the people who produce these rumored things. They're, they're like lately they've been ninety nine percent accurate. Mm. Like it's 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 very hard. We've said this before. It's very hard for Apple to keep things one hundred percent secret anymore. Yeah. And and it's it's uh, I don't know whether it's by design. Like, do you think Apple would actually ever leak something on purpose just to keep the expectations in check? Like, because that's a Mate, that's I, a problem that Apple have that no other company has. We've said this in the past. Apple's problem is managing expectations. Everyone's just frothing for this new phone, waiting for it. If it's not an absolute home run, knock it out of the park. You know, you're kidding. How good is this event? Then it's a failure. I, I asked Greg Joswiak. That exact question. No, I didn't ask him whether they leak stuff, but I asked him. <laughs> Did you do you leak stuff? Is it, you, no, you, I, I you... said, listen, I I'm curious. Um, I imagine. I said, I imagine in Apple HQ a wall of of leaks. I imagine a wall where you pin up all the crap that people say yeah. because it's just hilarious to you. Yeah. And his his face dropped right as if to say you're insulting me right now. Right? It was it was scary <laughs> as shit. <laughs> And, and he did the Apple stamp, mate. He did, really? mate. He looked at me and said, well, "It's it's." He said, "Who are you again?" Yeah. <laughs> he looked at me and I can't remember what he said exactly, but he basically said, "Look, it's 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 not a great thing for us. It takes away the shine of what we do. It's it's often highly inaccurate. It takes away from the from what we're trying to do, which is announce a product and do things. It's absolutely not something that we enjoy." Um, whether it's a, whether it's a great mock-up or or not, we don't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Like so, no part of Apple yeah, of course, of gets course. excited about it. So that oh, felt 
it felt like confirmation really they don't they don't intentionally leak. Who knows? Well, they don't well, have some do reckon, on, Navy you, Seal na- Navy Seal version of of, of of Apple that that do go out there and do these things. Yeah, but yeah, but do you think he'd say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we leak all the time"? He's not going to no. say that in a million years, mate. Oh, no, but he's not going to say I that. think I think there's a lot of ways you can answer that question. Yeah, I understand. I understand. And, and I don't. I, don't, I just didn't get that feeling that day. But you know, you know, in the in the past, and and if you read Steve Jobs' uh, his biography, and that won't be happening. This is this is in <laughs> this is kind of Apple law. Is it in one of the movies? Uh, no, but but okay. uh, in the past, there's been cases where Steve Jobs has told certain people certain things to find out, to find out who's leaked it. And yeah. if he knows that he's only told that person and it's leaked, then they're the leaker. And that's he's he's told them deliberately <coughs> false information to see if it gets yeah. to if it leaks. So that's how so, as serious Apple is with this and the, is with their security because if right, there's one it. company you'd want to you'd want to rip off for design and success, it'd be Apple, wouldn't it? Like uh, moving forward, but yeah, no, no doubt. I think, and you'll notice too in Apple Park. The research and development center is separate to everyone else. They've got their own building. Yeah. R and D's got their own <clears throat> building. You reckon yeah. security is going to be tight around that building? Oh, you think? <laughs> Do you reckon they're going to give us a tour through there? Two blokes talking <laughs> tech. A shout out to Adam Watts, who's just tweeted. He's obviously just catching up on the show. Loving the two blokes talking tech. Unplugged content, lads. Hilarious. Keep it up, you bloody larrikins. Now I don't know if he's just, he's, he's referring to the full bloody show larrikins. last week, which was completely unplugged, no stings, or whether he's referring was to too lazy to put the stings in. Is that right? Or the whether he's referring to all your swearing at the start that I beat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was there any shifty pre-show recording today, mate? No. Oh, there you go. Good. I think what were we talking about before the show was? Uh, well, we can't talk it about suitable. Was suitable. Again, <laughs> suitable yeah. Keep uh, that in the uncut yeah. folder. And Joe's home though, so you can't repeat. Absolutely. It. Although she can't hear me in here, mate. She's heard worse. <laughs> She's heard worse coming out of this room when I watch Souths play. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Two blokes talking tech. Uh, give us your feedback. Send us your thoughts on uh, on Twitter at Stephen Fennick and at Trevor Long. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Well, you can see the incredible with the latest ULED TVs from Hisense. The all-new Hisense Series 7 is back with features consumers have embraced, including depth of rich colours and detailed picture quality. With Hisense ULED, Australian customers will always have access to the very best in content and picture quality. ULED is the result of internationally patented technology to bring the best out of its remarkable LCD LED TVs. Key features include 4K UHD resolution with HDR+, wide colour gamut and local dimming for a viewing experience that will blow your mind. The stylish ULED Series 7 opens up Netflix to 4K HDR. You can also view Stan, Freeview Plus and YouTube all built in. And with the Hisense interface, customising your TV to your viewing habits has never been easy thanks to the ribbon menu. Never been easier, I should say, thanks to the ribbon menu. The Hisense 4K ULED Series 7 TVs come in 50, 55, 65 and a massive 75 inches. See one for yourself today at your local electronics retailer. Hisense, see the incredible. Stephen, I'm making an executive decision on your behalf. I'm uh, I'm giving you two minutes. Two minutes. To uh, two minute review. To cover one very important device, which is the Galaxy Note Eight, the big screen, stylus ridden, dual dual camera yeah. smartphone from Samsung, mate. Uh, Big deal. It is, yeah, and then the review embargo lifted a few days ago. Now, we've, we've spoken about this uh, recently, so I, I won't sort of go over the main thing. I'll tell you what I'll say. I'll talk about the things I didn't like about it. Um, number one, I think, and people experienced this with the Galaxy S8, was trying to work out the right way to grip the phone. Now, anyone who's got the – you know how it's got the Infinity display – Holding the phone a certain way can activate it. An app can move an app, can do all kinds of things to the screen. Have you experienced that with the S8 and the, and the Note 8? You hold the phone a certain way and you can activate apps sometimes. I've done yeah. it. Uh, I, that's, think- that, I, I read your review and I, I agree wholeheartedly because I, I'm re- I really think it's innovative what they've done with the screen, but I really don't think it works well. Well, I, I said in my review, I said, look, it just points out the fact that there is a right way and a wrong way to hold the phone. I think the more you use it, the better it'll be. Right. Okay. The other thing I, I, I was hoping that would be corrected was the f- placement of the fingerprint reader. Now, you've got to cast your mind back. LG was the first company to put the screen, the fingerprint reader on the back of a phone. And at the time, people thought, what the hell were they doing? G4? Man? The G4. I think it was the G3. Might have been three, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Samsung, I was would have liked to have seen maybe the fingerprint reader centered on the back of the on the back of the phone. Here, at least, it's a bit better than the S8 because there's the flash separating the dual lens. With the S8, anyone who's using the S8 or the S8 Plus, the fingerprint reader is right next to the camera lens. So, how often have you put a smudgy fingerprint on your bloody camera lens? Fingerprint reader still on the right hand side of the back face would have been lovely to have it in the middle. Uh, the other thing too is the the design. It's 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 a big phone. It's this isn't a phone for everyone. It, it's people when, whenever I've shown it to people, they go, "Wow, that's big!" Like it is a six point three inch screen. I think it's designed for the customer who who doesn't who wants to enjoy who maybe needs to work on the go, likes to watch big screen a video on the go, maybe who who likes writing, drawing, getting that stuff done on the go. It's not for everyone. So if you if you do if those if that ticks all your boxes with writing, working, viewing content, the Node 8 definitely worth a, worth a go. The other thing too I reckon that's really attractive that I think this could be potentially the, the deciding factor for a customer is its use with the Dex. Being able to plug this in and power a desktop performance, like a desktop PC type performance, I think is an amazing feature that will, I think, tip people over the edge of saying, right, this is the my next phone. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very powerful feature and it would suit the type of customer who would go for a phone like this because they're working on the go, they're doing a lot of stuff on the go and they at times need to use a monitor or keyboard. They can get stuff done. Camera is is excellent. The dual lens camera, optical image stabilization in both lenses. Uh, picture quality is great. You can have your live focus so you can get that depth of field effect. And w- w- it is comparable to the S8 and any of the other phones on the market. I think this is still uh, in you know still at that level in terms of camera and picture quality. Battery. Easily brings it through the whole day into the night. And the good thing, too, is that it, it charges really quickly as well. So if you, you've got it on the charge, if you've got like about 30%, I think in an hour, you'll get up to 100%. Other cute, cool little features, live messaging, if you want to send you a cool little message, little animated GIF. Uh, the S Pen, of course, is there. Would it be the note without the S Pen? You can translate. You can do all kinds of uh, – Not you can have the lock screen memo, write, draw, paint, all that sort of thing with the S Pen as well. But price-wise, it's not cheap. Fifteen hundred bucks for this phone, fourteen ninety-nine. Uh, so probably going to compare to the top-of-the-line iPhones when they're when they're out in a, in a week or so. Uh, but uh, for those who are dedicated Note fans, uh, who were disappointed that the Note Seven had to be taken off them off the market, the Note Eight is back and it is b- being built for those customers who Samsung felt they disappointed. Great news is they've really over-delivered with a great new product, fourteen ninety-nine. The Galaxy Note 8. Check it out. Full review, techguide.com.au. Well, Stephen, uh, it's time to begin the thought process around packing your bags uh, for next week. We're off to Apple Park. Does it take you long to pack? No, mate. I'll do it like an hour before I go. Uh, I I can pack, I reckon, in 15 minutes. Yeah, I've got a drawer in my office which is where all the non-clothes crap goes that I only use when I go overseas, yeah. like the Belkin travel charger, yeah, got, you know, my travel yeah, travel, yeah, travel cables, amenities, my cables, um, yeah. Yeah, cables uh, uh, headphones, those oh, kind they, of things. They, 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 uh, whatever I take away in that pack doesn't change. It's just put it straight in my bag. That's right. Don't have to think about it. Um, I just Anything I kind of think about is uh, I, I take a lot of time to work at how many days, so I, t- I try and go yeah. exact on – Shirts, undies, and socks, mate. I try. Sure, I try to go exact. Absolutely. You're not a George Costanza who dresses according to mood. You know how? No. Remember that episode where he took about four suitcases for an overnight trip to Atlantic City? No, nah, mate. Because I dress according to mood. Because what kind of mood is this? He goes morning mist. <laughs> I dress according to whatever the hell's hanging up in the yeah, wardrobe, so, ready so to go. Just, just to, to give our readers, a, uh, readers, listeners, a quick insight. So mm. you, to to fit everything in a small carry-on bag, yeah. so. You only take one pair of shoes. I'm wearing the pair of shoes. Wearing I'm wearing the, shoes, the jeans. Wearing the pants. Yep. I'm wearing the belt. Not wearing the undies. You've got fresh undies for every day. So yep. if you're there for two nights, you've got two shirts and two pairs of red grundies. Yep. So and socks. And socks, of course, mate. Socks. Yep. Although you can push probably push socks. Nah, I never push socks. No, you can't put. No. You got a bit of it's foot a bit stink problem. area. You got a foot odor problem. 
Well, I've never tried, man. I don't no, push I don't. the socks. My, my feet don't stick. I'll, I'll, I'll say it right here. I've, I've worn socks a couple of days in a row. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say it right here. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a revelation. Revelations on yeah. the two blokes yeah. talking to. Uh, but no, I'm thinking of uh, of being a carry-on man this time. Normally I check in because the reason I, I take a check-in bag, well, part, the last trip I was away for two weeks, we were away for a while, so I had to have a lot of clothes and I had to take my podcast equipment because yeah. I've got to record my Tech Guide podcast as well. Mm. But this time out I think I can, I don't have to record while I'm on the road, so I can maybe get away with having just a carry-on bag. I've got a little radio show to do, but I'll still fit all that in the carry-on. You co- so the Comrex still fits in that in that little bag. Yeah, mate. Jeez, you, you must pack your undies and socks really tight in the bottom of the bag. Well, eh? Mate, they don't need they don't need air yeah. while they're travelling, do they? Of course. So, are you a folder mm-hmm. or a roller or a scruncher? How do you fit them all in? Uh, undies and socks can be scrunched. Yep. And uh, are you shirts, a shirts, I'll fold in some way, but fold, I'll still iron when I when I when I'm at the roll. hotel. I've heard that a lot of lot of travellers. I think it was, you know, Matt Codrington from uh, Lenovo. He was he was saying he no matter how long he's away, he's always got carry on luggage. He says his quote was, "Mate, I travel like the wind. He doesn't stay behind. He's always got carry on." I think he's a roller. He rolls all his uh, clothes really tight, so he fits more stuff in. Yeah. So it's uh, give us your tips too if you've got any uh, travel tips for us. I'm gonna. I've started putting the Comrex in my backpack, Ah. so that the uh, carry on is lighter. Of course. But don't you find the problem? They screwed is, me is, in New is, York. Really? Did Wasn't I tell you that? They, they made me check my bag. Oh. In New York, my little carry-on. Oh. They made me check it. When you go, I lost New York my to... mind. I've oh never called for more managers to come and see me. <laughs> so what? what hang on. Where were you coming from? New York, Sid, to from New York. home. Oh, so New York to, to Sydney. Yeah. You had to check your backpack. Yeah, no, check had... my, my little my little black. Really? You know, oh, your carry-on bag. Yeah. Oh my god. Why? Because it was too heavy, apparently. Oh really. It's all the yeah. gold, all the gold bullion you had in it, mate. All the Comrex, okay? The radio well, I broadcast. Thought you, said you had the Comrex in your backpack. Though. Well, I've started doing that now, right? Because of that little outrage with that friggin' asshole at New York Airport. <laughs> Shout out to Qantas. Was mate. it Qantas you were coming out with, or? Oh, was it? Was Qantas? Yeah, but it wasn't. See, I don't, I don't bag Qantas. It was, a, you know, how they, they don't use Qantas staff. It was yes. one of those idiots from the airport okay. who needed a haircut. Like he had this stupid haircut, <laughs> like a, one of those bowls. It's like, dude, he's just being an asshole. Okay. Well, I actually stayed behind. I went directly to Berlin from New York, so it was only a some of seven, us wanted to see our families. Seven-hour <laughs> seven flight. Well, I think. Thanks for rubbing that yeah. in. I went forty hours. You went how seven. It, how does that sound for me then? If my family's happy for me to stay away, then well, you can be the judge <laughs> of that, mate. No, I was, we'll FaceTime with three times a day, mate. Three times a day? Twice a day at least we do we have a chat. We've just come down one. Do you check come in, down 30% straight do you, away. Do you check in, do you check in, uh, do you ring your missus every day or is every She won't take my calls. Really? Well, here's what happens. She won't take your calls. Here's what happens, right? Here's what happens. I get FaceTime out and it goes, and then, and then, and then I'll be looking at the roof, right? She'll put the phone down on the dinner table. I'll be looking at the roof because I can see like the fan or the light and I'll hear, kids, guns on the phone. She won't come near it. Really? She won't come near she, it. What? She won't talk to you on She's FaceTime? She's never been seen on FaceTime. Why? Is it just a phobia or just doesn't want to Doesn't like doesn't talking. Your head? We're very good at SMSing each other. Is that right? No, yeah. no, no verbal communication, right? Nothing. Is that right? Yep. Well, I, I call my missus twice, three times a day when I'm oh, overseas. Aren't you too beautiful? <laughs> just, you know, just checking in. So get a room. <laughs> get out yeah. Well, I've, I've got it. That's the problem. I've got a room, but she's not in it. She's back in Australia. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Not, not that we do any kind of, uh... <laughs> mate. Be, be married man, mate. Been married for twenty five years, mate. You reckon still that still goes on? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say, folks, is no, we don't have phone sex. Okay, oh, I didn't That's even it. go there. That's all I'm telling you. Doesn't oh. happen. Nah, don't. She'd say, "Don't be stupid." But anyway. So now, I really don't. At least, at least she talks to me, mate. At least she says hello. She gets on the FaceTime and goes, "Yeah, how you going?" I had a classic. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Kids, you oh. got the phone. <laughs> no, that's it. Um, no, no. This, this is, this is, this is how things roll at my, at my joint. I've said, "Oh, where is this?" It's funny. Um, Oh, I don't know where it is now. This is, by the way, bonus material. <laughs> this is this bonus is the material. bonus podcast. Is anyone still listening? Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Have you skipped yet? So, so I've said uh, the other day, man, is at work, right? And she said, I don't think I need to be here all day. I'll, I'll probably come home early. I didn't, I didn't respond to that. I didn't anything. But yeah. then later in the day, she said, 
oh, I'm not coming home now because um, someone's coming to help with something else. I said, oh, no worries. I'll clean up all the rose petals that were leading to the bedroom. Oh. She said, go away. Yeah. <laughs> go away. Uh, Those were her words. Okay. Go away. Go away. Cheers. Thanks, babe. Love, love you too, babe. <laughs> love you too. Okay. Anyway, yeah, text from my wife. It's a good boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a rose petals, mate. I haven't bothered with the rose petals. <laughs> Two blokes talking just gibberish, and uh, we'll be back again next week in San Jose. Um, we'll try and get the show done in the afternoon after the uh, after the event, early evening um, San, San Jose time. I don't know. Something will happen, and we'll get a podcast out, and you get all our thoughts and views. Plus, of course, you can follow us on Twitter during the event, Trevor Long, Stephen Fennick, uh, and on our websites, eftm.com yeah, and techguide.com.au. If you want to follow oh, us on Instagram, like, uh, I'm at Stephen Fennick as well, and you are at Trevor Long AU. Yeah, couldn't get in quick enough, eh, hey, mate? <laughs> oh, shut couldn't up. Couldn't get in quick enough. Freaking little pimply 13-year-old in, <laughs> in America. Have you taken out a contract on him yet, or? Have you, have you offered him, have you asked him I've to not, give it? I've not outright asked right. him, but I've, I've, I've made, you know, I've, I've said, hey, my, what, what, Is he in America? What? Yeah. How about saying, mate, what, have you offered him a, like a little bribe or anything? Or? What would I offer him? I don't know, a couple of hundred US, mate. Would, that, would you pay a hundred bucks US to get Trevor I'd Long? I'd pay a thousand. thousand, hey. Well, Trevor Long, the actual, at Trevor Long on Instagram, you heard it. I, I might, we might get in touch with him and say, mate, there's a thousand US in it if you can give up your, your, your handle. To the Trevor Long in Australia. I think it's worth it. Trevor Long AU. I think it's worth it. What do you think? Well, on, on Is Twitter, that overs? On Twitter, I haven't got Tech Guide. I've got Tech Guide AU. There's a Tech Guide in America, apparently. But I've told you about your YouTube issues. Yeah, yeah I've heard There's of, a lot of channels with that, that logo. Our lawyers are in touch, mate. You've got lawyers, or are you yeah. saying that? No, I do have lawyers. I don't have lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you get in trouble on the TV and they your lawyer turns up? No one will turn up for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, will it be lawyers or people turning up on their doorstep? <laughs> well, I think that's it. Goodbye. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.